Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Talk Public Service, a podcast for law students interested in pursuing a public service career. On today's episode, my colleague Amanda Yale is chatting with 2013 alum Kim Rolla about the Legal Aid Justice Center and their new civil rights and racial justice project. So let's jump right in. Let's talk public service with Amanda and Kim. Today I have Kim Rolla here with me. Um, she works at the Civil Rights and Racial Justice Program at the Legal Aid Justice Center. Um, thanks for being here. Yeah, it's good to see you again. Yeah, it's great to see you. Kim and I worked pretty closely together when she was a student, um, and it was really terrific. It's great to see where she's gone um, from that point. So, Kim, um, what I would actually be really curious to know is the origins of the Civil Rights and Racial Justice Program, since it's relatively new. Um, so what was the genesis and the intent by which it was begun? Sure, and I can actually... so. For folks who don't know me, which I'm assuming is most folks listening to this, um, I've worked at Legal Aid Justice Center for for a while now. I actually, that was one of the things Amanda helped me with was I got a fellowship that was originally at Legal Aid Justice Center, um, the Powell Fellowship, and started there doing housing work in 2013. Um, right when I graduated, um, I had a fellowship that was kind of classic, you know, eviction defense, conditions work, but also a piece of working with um, a resident organization here in Charlottesville the Public Housing Association of Residents and doing campaign-based work with them around uh, specifically redevelopment of public housing, but also issues more broadly. Um, I, I continued to do housing work. I came on as a staff attorney, and I actually, it was slightly over four years that I did housing work at LAJC. And then, um, as Amanda mentioned, we have a, our newest of our, our four programs is the Civil Rights and Racial Justice Program, which was launched in... Um, February 2017, and I applied as an internal candidate to, to move to work with that program. Um, so I have been doing that work since a, in a somewhat full time. I hung on to a lot of my housing work for a while, um, but since July 2017, so okay. a little bit over um, a year now. Uh, and it's great. So that program, I guess I'll start with what the program is and then back up as to um, why we as Legal Aid Justice Center decided to launch this this fourth program. So we have an economic justice program, which is pretty broad. It's kind of the classic things people think of as legal aid, housing, public benefits, employment law, um, health law, mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of thing. Um, and we have Just Children program, which people are probably familiar with, focused on um, youth advocacy, education law, juvenile justice. We have the Immigrant Advocacy Program, um, which in you know the current political climate is our largest program and also one of our most active. And then the Civil Rights and Racial Justice Program. Big name, right? <laughs> There's a lot of things you could do um, to touch on civil rights and racial justice. But the, the actual mission, I think, is a little bit more targeted than the name would imply. Um, we focus on uh, criminalization of poverty issues. Okay. And what... That means for us is that you can't be a legal aid lawyer for a long time without realizing that a lot of our clients touch the criminal legal system. So if you're in in law school, I think we have this really bifurcated way of thinking about people who are going to do criminal work and people who are going to do civil work. Um, And as far as like, quote, poverty law, right, you have people who are going to do indigent defense, people are going to be public defenders usually, and people who are going to do either legal aid work or impact work, you know, these kinds of like civil litigators. People don't live lives like that. We have clients who are going, like if not simultaneously, who have had 
experiences with both systems, right? So there's the one, like, so first point being that, like, do we really want these groups of advocates working on behalf of the same people living in these silos where we're not working together, right? Right. And consider it kind of, like, verboten to touch one another's issues, right? <laughs> like, that's that's probably not ideal. I think the second and even more important piece is that um, the criminal legal system is not just touching people who are poor disproportionately. It's also a vector of poverty itself, right? So touching the criminal legal system can either perpetuate your poverty or in a lot of cases is actually exacerbating poverty, right? That can be um, job loss, loss of housing, these kinds of destabilizing things, and also very direct um, financially extractive aspects of the system, right? Whether it's um, through the court system itself, through fines and fees, uh, whether it's through private costs of, you know, you may have to pay for privatized electronic monitoring, uh, you may pay a bail bondsman. There's, so there's all kinds of ways that uh, touching that system can can make people's poverty worse. So for both of those reasons, we, and Legal Aid Justice Center is at its core, you know, we're an illegal aid and we understand our mission to be an anti-poverty mission. Right. And it became more and more clear to staff there that we could not in the current landscape in the United States be an anti-poverty organization that does not discuss criminal, the criminal system. Okay. It just doesn't make sense. Um, now, that's fascinating to me, actually, because I did not realize that, 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 that the, the focus on the criminalization of poverty was really, like, at the heart of this new program. So that's really helpful. Yeah, and it's a huge, it's a, yeah, the name is, like, a broad yeah. name, right? <laughs> um, and we've been doing work like that for quite some time. And, this, and I don't mean to imply that the conversation is new, right, for um, folks that are practitioners, right? You know, like the National... Um, Legal Aid and Defenders Association Conference, NLADA, is one of the biggest conferences in the country for people doing poverty work. And it is both indigent defense and civil litigators, yes. right? Both mm-hmm. people are there. There's, that's, there's a, a long uh, history of this conversation. I think it really is now kind of like, uh, I don't know what the right word is, like percolating up into institutional structures where uh-huh. people say, okay, how do we actually build the scaffolding to yeah. like do this work and do it sustainably. So it's the commitment to addressing the really like large role that the criminal system is playing in poverty in the US and then also thinking about how we can do that best. And we realized we could do that best by broadening the lens and saying we want to look at that initial contact in the community. Right. Like the law enforcement issues. We want to look at what's happening in the courts. Right. Um how is bail um you know pushing people into like into plea bargains how is our funding of indigent defense denying people um basic due process in the system and then still doing work in carceral systems saying like what happens when people are are in those prisons in jails that you know we need to push back on and then when folks are again on the you know come back into the community uh still doing the work to make sure that those folks uh have their the full ability to to contribute yeah. to their community. Yeah. No, that's it's it's really important work and great work and I think it's important to pull the lens back and look at the larger context of um, why these things are happening. Um, so I think it's fantastic that LAJC is sort of taking that on um, from a broader scale um, and looking really at the criminalization of poverty from that perspective. Um, so no, thanks so much for telling us all about your work. Um, it's really, it, it's, 
it's important, it's fascinating, and um, I can't think of anyone better to be doing it than you. Um, thank you. So um, thank you so much.